0: Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. It is Tuesday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And, well, the thermostat is hot and only going to get hotter. That's what it's going to be. The mega drought is here. I just I was just reading uh, another report about uh, Lake Mead Hoover Dam. Uh, get ready, Arizona. I got bad news for the, all of you out there expecting uh, inflation to be transitory, uh, food prices are going to become a lot more expensive uh, as Arizona now. You know, we have more. I don't want to oversell. Like we got all this farming, but we got quite a bit. You'd be surprised uh, once you get out of, of town. The cutoff's coming. Matter of fact, I think in the next 30 days is what we're anticipating. Uh, Lake Mead will have dropped below the level, and, and Nevada and Arizona get hit first. Uh, they're saying that uh, by 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 next year, uh, farmers uh, could expect possibly all of the water they get from the Colorado River to be cut off. Uh you can't drill that many wells. Uh, you, you just can't do it. Uh, I uh, And I told you yesterday, remember, I got some friends up in Northern California, the, what the farmers were saying there. Uh, so buckle up. you uh, going got to be very interested. The reason why, why, why am I talking about We're going to have inflation data out Thursday. But I got a great show today. I got such a great show. We're actually going to do uh, a little check on these bankers. We're going to go back in time not too far not too far you know but we'll go back to the last crisis and i'm going to read you comments from the central bank and see how accurate they were then i'm going to go back just over the last four years years where all of these quote-unquote geniuses were projecting interest rates to be and inflation to be so it's gonna be great we're gonna you know to the point where you know this is their job almost kind of like okay wait a minute um, yeah You're not very good at your job. Maybe we need to start firing these people. Don't you think? Shouldn't there be a criteria? Hey, listen, you're basing all of your monetary nonsense on these projections you keep throwing out every six weeks. Oh, yeah, let's have another press conference and have another meeting. We got the MIT Mafia working, and based on your projections, you pretend that that you know how to control policy and that your monetary policy can control what's happening in the economy. And here's 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 the the honest truth: uh, nothing could be farther from that. It's absolute. Uh, well, we're. They're nothing more than bovine specialists. How's that? It's a load of crap. They have no idea what they're doing. They're guessing. And you know what? Here's the problem. Their guesses, you know, let's just say they're educated guesses, right? Because you got data, lots of it, are horrendous. And, and really, I think we should just be like, you know what, you, you've guessed so poorly, you're fired. Let's get somebody else in here that may have a better idea of how to read this data. So that's going to come up. That's what we're focusing on today because Thursday is going to be a big day. Big day. Uh, how bad the fake inflation, because they're not actually going to report real inflation uh, we're talking about the CPI. They're going to report their fake inflation that they've manipulated that so it doesn't reflect inflation at all. But we're going to see that number. That's what everybody's waiting on. So we'll get to that uh, in the next segment. I just want to, uh, you know, talk about Patriot for a minute. Uh, obviously, we've been as busy as the company has ever been. And we're we're still breaking records, but you know, we had. Yesterday, as an example, we had a a new customer in here, and we, you know, every day now more and more new people uh, are getting and understanding. Hey, you know what? I got to smarten up here a little bit because these guys truly are clueless. And I went out and, and I started talking to him, and and he said to me, and by I mean this kid was under thirty, good looking kid says to me I want you to know the only reason why I bought from you and he points to Brittany and he goes I called a bunch of places and I get it right people you know you're trying to educate yourself and, and maybe you know what I'm gonna I'm going to call every he goes everywhere I called they were rude they didn't want to a- a- answer my questions they ma- made me feel stupid except when i called you guys and he goes eh, i'm buying he goes i'm buying from you from here on out and this is listen this isn't the only one that uh, over and over and over and over we hear this message a little while later I, I get a call from one of our customers her husband had passed away and he was the one that kind of was you know knew what was going on And she said, Joe, you know, we used to buy from a lot of people until we found you. And she goes, I just want you to know it's so refreshing to talk to someone. And and she goes, you just tell us what it is. You take your time. You're truthful. That's not what you get from most other places. It's what separates us. Believe me when I tell you. Call us. We're going to help you. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Here on this Tuesday, we're we're waiting for this CPI report, and it's so funny, right? Right? Giving credence to something they know isn't true is ridiculous. And and there's nobody out there that actually believes this number's accurate. But when you turn on the idiot box, they'll swear to it. Matter of fact, you should base your whole financial well-being on a steaming pile of dog crap. Yep. Because that's only smart. Yeah. Don't fight the Fed. You know, you've heard them say that all the time. Well, how good of a job have they really done? Because remember, first, go back to 2020, the end of 2020. They told us there wasn't going to be inflation. Well, that's what they said. And, of course, the stock market cheered. Right? Yeah! Uh, Gold fell, remember? Right? Gold uh, hit an all-time high and then fell. Went all the way down to $1,670. Because the central bankers were out, not just Jay Powell. All of them. They'd come on TV, they did interviews I mean, we've got all kinds of records of it even the lunch lady Janet Yellen was, oh yeah, go big baby it's fine we got a new modern money theory we can just print money which, again we realize, now just think about this We pay an extra $300 a week on top of unemployment for people not to work. And then we sent them, you know, a couple thousand dollars. And all of a sudden, we got inflation everywhere. So that theory is a a load of of baloney. Then, fast forward to March, and they kind of changed their tune, just a little bit. Okay, there's got to be some inflation. Okay well you know, but don't worry, it's just got to be transitory. Now they're doubling down on that now we've got we've gotten a lot more than some, but they're sticking to the transitory for now. so I started to think to myself, you know, And I use this example about Ben Bernanke and the housing crisis and how wrong they were. And I was like, man, it'd be great if we could just go back and, you know, let's roll the tape, right? (laughs) And hear all of the asinine comments that they've made and that all of us have had to base our financial well-being on. Because remember now, the dollar's gone from like 103 to 89. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going a lot lower, a lot lower. But the whole time they're saying, "No, no, it's fine." Well, somebody else was thinking the exact same thing. Uh, Mish from Mish Talks—he's he, fantastic. He's another guy uh, that that I always look at and see what he's blogging about and writing about. He, he uh, Mish Sedlock. For those of you that don't know, he's a popular guy out there. He actually did some research, put some things together. What things we know, what the Fed says, is not nearly the same as what they believe. Okay, so that would imply, Mitch is implying, hey, they lie to us. because we're dumb. They think we're stupid. I want you to know this. Matter of fact, the central bank makes their living on us being dumb. They do. I would love it if Jay Powell would sit in front of me and we could just go let's 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 just talk facts. Let's 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 go one on one point for point and who would win. The Fed's track record on Inflation predictions, housing predictions, bubbles, dot plots, and literally everything else has either been one or the other. A big set of lies or a big set of misses. Or maybe, I guess it could be one, or a combination thereof. So there are our three choices. Either they're just lying, which is what I believe i can I prove it no but that's what i believe they're lying because they can't tell us the truth could you imagine right hey uh inflation's really 12 percent and going to get worse and and we we're, we can't raise the rates we can't save ourselves because if we do that it's going to cripple everything else and yeah we we sorry we screwed you over and we're going to need a new currency, and everyone needs a big fat haircut. But maybe it's just mistakes. Maybe it's both, right? So he went back to their meeting on December of 2016. Okay, And they have their, they call this the dot plot, which... This is another thing that's gained a lot of credence in the Janet Yellen era and all as it is because I know it's radio you can't see it just picture a piece of paper like a graph and on one side of the graph is numbers these are this is these numbers are supposed to represent the fed's funds rate so the number on the dot plot only goes from zero. It's funny they don't have a negative on there. It would be interesting. Zero to 4%. Now, remember, at the time, that Fed's funds rate was, you know, they were getting ready to raise rates and all that stuff. Remember, right? This is uh, when gold really started rallying again. Right. Gold went to 1,900, went back to 1,050, uh, started climbing up, and then starting in 2016 started to go higher. So the day of the meeting, the day of the meeting, interest rates were at one half of a percent. And what they do, what the central bankers do, is they needed to put a dot as to where they thought inflation was going to be in December 2017, 2018, 2019, and then what they called longer run. So they had to put four new dots. 2017. The vast majority of respondents said interest rates would be between one point two five and two percent. Only three of them had it below one. In twenty eighteen the vast majority of had them at from two percent all the way to three and a quarter. Only one Had it below one seven five, And that person had it at half of a percent. I I don't know who that person was. But he was probably the only one that knew what the hell he was talking about. Problem was, by the time he got to his dot in 2019, he had lost it as well. 2019. Two and a half to 3.75. Now... In 2019, right, remember, 2019, we had all the pre- people forget. Remember, that's when the taper ended, right? The Fed started adding to, add, uh, add to its balance sheet again, right? Interest rates were back at zero. Longer term, so this is more than four years. The low, oh, By the way, the lowest person in 2019 was 2%. Longer term, no one had it below two and a half. The majority of them thought that, that the Fed fund's rate was going to be 3% or more. Not one of them was right. Matter of fact, I would argue that whoever had 375, he probably should be fired because we were at Zero. They did the same exercise in 2017. So they come out to 2017. And again, this time they're saying, well, inflation, and I won't bore you with all the details, but from 2019 to longer term, 3%. The actual number was zero. 2018. This was the best part. By a 12 to 4 margins. So there's, by the way, there's 16 total bankers. 12 from the Federal Reserve Bank. Then you've got uh, the Fed President. Then you've got the Vice, you know, the, the the Vice Chair and blah, blah. You get, there's 16 votes. By a 12 to 4 margin. All of them expected rate hikes in December of 2018. In 2019, only one respondent said the Fed was done hiking. Of course, the Fed, was yeah, they were done hiking. They were going to zero. Other participants thought the interest rate would be over 4% by 2021. See, we fixed it. The longer-term chart, again, at least some of them were getting a little leery. And again, i got to remember, this was 2018. And they were all talking about where they thought rates were going to be. Now, remember, the Fed's fund's rate has essentially been zero. And now they're telling us Inflation's only gonna be transitory yet their own predictions for the for years about where inflation and interest rates were gonna be. No one was not even one not not one had it at zero. Matter of fact, the lowest one two and a half percent for a Fed's funds rate. They have no clue what they're talking about. They're so overly optimistic about their own, I don't, I don't even have the right word, about their own uh, belief in, in a flawed system. It's It has to be that they're lying. None of them could really believe this. They're not even close. Let's go back to 06. Well, I guess before we do that, January 6th, 2020, former Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke, right? Remember him in the the whole little housing bubble, subprime crisis, right? The whole banking system went under. This, this moron was out there on TV telling everybody it's a subprime crisis and it's contained. Doesn't this sound exactly what they're saying about inflation today? First, I said there wasn't a housing crisis, right? Remember? Oh well, no, uh, it's just subprime. Well, it, it, it's 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 subprime, but, but it's contained. Think about it. There's not going to be any inflation. Well, okay. There's going to be a little, uh, but but it'll be transitory at best. Okay. Maybe it's going to be a little hotter than we thought, but it's still going to be transitory. Same thing. And he was saying about how all the tools they had. I'm going to go back and read comments from Ben Bernanke starting in February of 2007. I think this will give us a good indication of where inflation is really going to be headed. That is our toll-free number. Listen, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to read to you all of Ben Bernanke's comments. And this is going back to February 15th of 2007. Gold had already hit an all-time high. Came back. From a thousand fifty seven hundred boom was going to nineteen hundred. Now gold's already nineteen hundred, well, eighteen ninety-three. But let's just say gold's nineteen hundred. And instead of Ben Bernacki or Janet Yellen, it's Jay Powell. Different problem. Different problem. Same lies. That's why I'm telling you. And I've been saying this for a year and a half. Be heavy in your gold and silver right now. You can lighten up later. Believe me, between now and 2025, this is going to look like a much, much different world. With a lot higher gold and silver price, unfortunately. So think about this. February of 07, the bubble in Phoenix had already burst. Right, I mean, anybody that lived in the Valley knows, like, by summer of 06, it was over here. February 15, 2007, Ben Bernanke says at the Fed press conference, overall economic prospects for households remains good. The labor market is expected to stay healthy, and real incomes should continue to rise, the business sector remains in excellent financial condition. Six weeks later, March 28, 2007, the impact on the broader economy and financial uh, markets of the problems in the subprime markets, talking about housing, seems likely to be contained it's funny that he put the word likely in there was that was that his way of saying well I didn't lie you know I said likely. I didn't say it was likely to be but oh I up oh, I was wrong six weeks later right and remember the Fed meets every six weeks right to give us their their, their way of trying to say, we're here trying to help everybody. Don't blame us. Even though they're the ones that have actually caused all of these problems. The inflation problem today, it's the Federal Reserve's fault. rates can't have rates at zero. You can't print money. You can't have prosperity through a printing press. They know this. They don't care. May 17th, 2007. We expect significant spillovers from the subprime market to the rest of the economy. Oh, I'm sorry. Got it, boy, boy. I was like, wait, he told the truth. No. We do not expect significant spillover from the subprime housing market to the rest of the economy or the financial system. Fast forward to May 27th, 2008. February 27th, I'm sorry, February 27th, 2008. By later this year, by the way, this was right before Bear Stearns went under. By later this year, housing will be such a, housing will stop being such a big drag on GDP. I am satisfied with the general approach we are taking. The very next day, February 28th, among the largest banks, the capital ratios remain good. And I don't see any serious problems. Among the large, internationally active banks that make up the very substantial part of our banking system. See, right the, the banks that are too big to fail. I, I don't see any problems. Their capital ratios, they're fantastic. Of course, Lehman Brothers goes under. Bear Stearns goes under. right? Who was it? Was it the Snow Job or Hank Paulson came out on TV? Wall Street won't open tomorrow if we don't bail them out. June 9th, 2008. The risk that the economy has entered a substantial downturn appears to have diminished. See, oh wow, they fixed that pretty fast. And it's done so over the past month or so. Six weeks later, July 16th, said that Fannie and Freddie Mac are adequately capitalized and in no danger of failing. (laughs) Right? And then, of course, what happened? Fannie and Freddie get bailed out. And I only point this out. Because this is the pattern we see at every crisis. It's shocking. Uh, Who was it? Was it Einstein? That said... Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results, right, is, you know, the definition of, of, well, uh, idiocracy, right? That's what we have here. You know, we talk about, you know, and I love, they want to tell you Donald, Donald Trump's a narcissist, which he is. But don't be fooled. The biggest narcissist of all are these central bankers. And you sit there and you think about what Ben Bernanke was telling the public. I don't believe for a single second they didn't know the truth. That's just me, though. And now we're listening to Jay Powell talk the same kind of nonsense as the next crisis is here. The only question for this is, are you going to be prepared or are you not? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800 9510592 592 Patriot Radio News Hour. Just like Fauci. The Federal Reserve has a vested interest to lie. The wolf is guarding the hen house. The biggest wolf of all, Janet Yellen. They are ushering in... You know, and remember... They had an original mandate. They were supposed to, you know, prevent bank failures. That was really their initial reason why they said that they wanted to have a central bank. We went most of the country's life without one, up until this version. And I won't go into the details. It's for a different show uh, but read The the Creature from Jekyll Island. That'll just tell you all you need to know. All is they care about is their system, which, by their own admission, is to devalue the currency, devalue your labor, and eventually go to zero. How do I know this? Well, the answer is simple. Look up every fiat currency. Every one. Do you know who created the first one? (laughs) It was the Chinese. The Ming Dynasty. Do you know why our founding father said the currency needed to be gold and silver? It had everything to do with The Boston Tea Party, which had nothing to do with tea or taxes or Indians. I know because that's what you learned in your history book. It all had to do with England made the colonists trade their silver and gold for scrip, which is another way of like, you know, dollars, fiat money. And they were supposed to use that instead. And then, all of a sudden, the merchants and the traders in England were like, ah, we don't want the scrip anymore. (laughs) We want gold and silver again, right? And the colonists were enraged. See, our founding fathers knew explicitly the dangers of having bankers be in charge. Now think about what the Fed's in charge of. They're in charge of employment. Uh, A stable dollar, which it's very stable. Yeah, stably goes down. Stably devalues. Just ask them. Of course, now it's going to be a little unstable. But don't worry, when it's unstable, we'll just say it's transitory, and that that means it's fine. Uh, Climate change. Right, oh yeah, we got to be behind climate change, right? And I'm sure uh, inequality—they got to fix inequality, and I'm sure somehow they got to fix the LBGQTPG elemental P problem. This is pure nonsense. And I'm going to tell you, just like we saw, here's the problem during the financial crisis, as they like to call it. The deficit was, you know, what six, seven trillion? Eight. Now we're approaching 40 when you factor in the Fed's balance sheet, right? Because remember the Fed's balance sheet the first time around was only 700 billion dollars. It's eight trillion. <laughs> We've got almost 40 trillion dollars of debt. Think about that. I mean, from 08 to 2021, it's what 13 years. We've gone and added 32 trillion dollars worth of debt. Thirty, about 30 trillion. Be fair, we're not quite at 40 yet. 32 trillion dollars in 13 years. Wow. See, that's how they pretended that everything's okay. Is they've blown up the debt to even bigger proportions. And see, this is the problem. This is the trap. Because you're going to hear a lot of people talk about, Oh, the Fed's going to start tapering. And and the Fed's going to start raising rates. The Fed does that. This debt bubble, this forty trillion dollar debt bubble, blows up. If you thought the the banks were insolvent in '08. You thought Fannie and Freddie were insolvent. Then wait till you see what happens today. Think about it moratorium on mortgages right moratorium on rents and all this other stuff they've done that they haven't told no one had to pay their their school loans right i mean all of these things are laying in wait and now we've got inflation everywhere in every little thing you know what the latest thing is now apparently uh... Coronavirus is going through the Taiwanese semiconductor industry. Uh, and now they're saying uh, the chip problem is going to last to the end of 2022. Right? That just means what? Things are even more expensive. Drought, more expensive. This, more expensive. All right, I told you, crude oil is going to be $100 a barrel. Mark my words. Pedro Radio News, Hour final segment coming up. Got a couple of specials for you. Take advantage. Listen, add to your portfolios. They have a vested interest in lying. And this is the problem. They're lying. And you know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. Just be prepared, and we can all reap the benefits. That's the best part. If you prepare, you come out the other side a lot better off. Pedro Radio News, Hour final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour. Yesterday, uh, we are running the half roll of Morgan half roll a piece. So you get ten piece dollars, ten Morgan dollars in a roll. Uh, we we had we actually had two hundred. I said a hundred. We actually had two hundred. We have thirty one rolls left. They're at seven hundred dollars a roll. So this is a roll you get half. Morgan dollars half piece dollars for $700 today. Right now uh silver's at 27.75. Uh gold's down three box 1894. Uh the Dow is kind of mixed. The only thing up today but crude oil. Uh, we get oil inventory reports tomorrow. If those come in, you know, I guess bad or hot or whatever, a bigger draw than expected, look for crude oil to break above $70. Uh, to the barrel tomorrow. We'll have to wait and see uh, what those provide on the gold side. $5 liberties. Man, they're expensive. I'll just flat out tell you 605 bucks. There are hardly any out there. $20 gold liberties. Saints. We can get them, we can get plenty of them for 2185 bucks right now the sweet spot in the gold market continues to be the ten dollar liberty it's the cheapest way to buy gold right now you think about it we were at a thousand fifty then we're at a thousand sixty and i told you prices went up again uh we got ten dollar liberties or a thousand seventy but still that's such a great deal i mean that's twenty one hundred and forty for two tens that's still forty five dollars less in 120. Uh, so buy the 10s today. It's the best deal. you know. And, and you know how we are here. We want the best gold that allows you to stay private. In other words, you can buy it, sell it, trade it. You don't have to worry about 1099s and giving out your Social Security number, all of those things. And we want you to buy it at the best price possible. Today, that's on the $10 gold pieces at 1070 And like I said, we got only 31 rolls left of those Morgan pieces. Uh, rolls, they're not going to last. They're at 700 bucks. I mean, the Morgan and peace dollar market has absolutely exploded, like all the rest. You know, we're sitting there and we're, we're watching and everyone's going to put all this credence in this this garbage report Thursday, because that's what it is. It's garbage. That's still going to say inflation is way, way hotter than they promised. Right? They promised us. Oh no, we just want to devalue the your money by 2%. That's what 2% inflation means. But we're going to see a number tomorrow that's 4, maybe 5, which we know is more like 11 or 12. And you know what they're going to say, "Uh, eh, it's okay. It's just transitory." We're not going to fight. That's like uh, a, a house is burning. Here comes the fire department. They see the house is on fire. And then they said, eh, we're just going to let it burn to the ground. We could put it out. But it's just going to Because once the house burns to the ground, the fire will be over. Right? I mean, that's essentially what they're saying. Hey, once the house burns to the ground, the fire will be out. Of course, the house will be gone. This is exactly what they're telling us too, because they're done with the dollar. They're, they're tired of the, the the dollar; its days are are numbered. 592 Pedro Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. I'll be back tomorrow for a hump day.